Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the What Next podcast. I have with me today someone I've worked with and um, who I consider a friend. Yes, truly. For Larry. So Falari is a member of the What Next community. He's engaged with content um, that we put out in the past, and he's always, you know, coming up with ideas on what he thinks um, the conversations should be. So I thought it'll be great to bring him on today because we've talked about the dynamics of friendship quite a bit in the past, and you know, Falari has always had these concerns around how he always thought the set of friends he had from when he was young was always going to be the set of friends he has you know, as he continues to evolve. And I've always been of a different opinion. I mean, they can be, obviously. Yeah. I'm sure there are people here who've had friends 20, 30 years going strong. But sometimes those dynamics change. I mean, Falari, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I think uh, change, you know, as much as it sounds cliche, right? Change is constant and necessary. Because when you start with a set of people, you guys get to even understand yourselves more as time goes on. Then mm -hmm. you get to know what you like and you don't like, and you now figure out, okay, seems like maybe this group is not the group I should be in right now. Especially like, just, just take for instance, like young people, when they probably enter uni, some people go and join religious groups, some people, they join the clubs, some people join, you know, some people just want to be grouped. Some people go and join courts and all those types of So the of fact things. that we're all in different groups at uni, does that mean we can't still... So we, we, we come into uni as friends, we get into uni, and we all go into different societies. Yes. Being in a different society, do you think that means that we our friendship stops or we stop being as close as we were? Uh, just when I just think that we're still... At, at that point, you're still growing. So you're learning new things and you're learning most especially things that you cannot condone. When you're younger, sort of, you're more accepting at that stage, right? But as you now get more matured, school is no, no longer the, the fresh thing. Mm. You know, okay, we're in school now, you know, because I know before you join uni, there's this, you know, you have butterflies like, oh, when I get to uni, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But by the time you now get in, you just realize, wow, Am I going to face my academics squarely? Am I going to allow the school pass through me? Am I going to try and balance both? So when you now get in, you now start, most especially when you, you, I think the first set of friends you even make are even in your class. That's if you did not carry over friends from high school or secondary school that also went to the same uni. And, in, and when you're in class, right, it's, you see yourselves every day. So you're almost forced to be friends. But as time now goes, you just realize, oh, I, I, like, I like this this girl in this department. You know, I like her and we kind of understand each other. And you now start to form this kind of community in a sense of people that you have the same interests and like minds with. So are you still friends with people that you were friends with prior to uni today? Of course, but... The ones that are the core is still like about 50%. Then the rest are a bit cordial. Okay. Yeah. And why do you cordial. think you were able to sustain those friendships over time? I, I think as I then, it was from a very, very real place because I was one of those people that didn't give in to like the pressure of being grouped. So the set of friends I have is the first set of friends that we got accommodation together in the hostel in uni then. And 
all of us were from different backgrounds. We had the body, we had the paco, we had the streets, we had the different sorts of influences, right? And I like that dy that dynamic because I always learned something new every day. And it was that that friendship that ever made my Yoruba better. Because I have one friend, he's always speaking Yoruba, he never speaks English, even till today. Like when he speaks English, you you can tell that he's thinking in Yoruba. Mm. So in that sense, so that that those differences was what I loved about it. But it wasn't... Are you not answering the question? Why do you think you're able to sustain those friendships till today? Well, I'm, it's because it started from a real place. That's one. Two, all of us are progressing at the same time. And in as much as some people don't want to say it, like we're all checking up on each other. What are you doing? I have difficulty in this. If and so you said 50% of them are at the core, right? Yes. So the other 50%, why do you think those ones didn't, didn't last? Uh, you know, some people want to be too cool, you know. No, and, and let me tell you why I'm asking. I think I'm just trying to get to the core of what makes long-lasting friendships for some people. I mean, there's probably no right or wrong answer. Yeah. It's just because I know friendship is so critical to you, I'm trying to understand from your perspective what has made your friendships last over the years and the ones that didn't, what do you think were were the reasons they didn't last. Because in recent times, there are so many life issues that are rocking a lot of friendships, right? Lots, loads, uh, loads. So for those friendships you've been able to hold on to, in spite of all the challenges that life has thrown your way and their way, and yet you guys have still been able to like, you know, hold each other down, what do you think was core to that? I think it's trust. Mm. I think it's trust because for the most part, it was more about, oh, this guy has my back. If I if I need money or I'm broke, he's going to he's going to give me something. If let's say I'm having problems with that, this back then, if I I had challenges sometimes academically, I don't know how I finished with second class upper, but you know, in some ways, the people I, there are some bookworms in my that were my friends as well. So if I needed anything, and they just for the, those are uh, core right. We just had each other's best interests. That's why recently when we had like a rift based on political views, it's really, it's strong because it's not something that we've never really allowed external factors, factors influence what we are doing because we, we cherish it. We even, we even went on a trip to Ghana in December and it was amazing. Yeah, and now politics is creating some sort of a rift. Yeah, 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 you know, for some people, they're supporting, you know what, we're split. Right. And uh, not to mention, but we're split to the top two uh, people that ran for the elections before. So do you think that this is going to impact that that friendship that's been ongoing for years? Or you think you guys are going to weather this? No, storm? no, 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 no. We've, we've weathered the storm, actually, because okay, it's good. what happened was that we just had to. It was one, one of my friends, and, and I thank God for that guy. He recorded an 11-minute voice note of what he experienced because he's in one of the camps. And he was like in this, you know, going to the poly units, monitoring things, documenting, sending some kind of reports and all. And he just told us that, see, why are you guys having a race? Yeah, you guys are not outside with us. You guys are not in the trenches with us. You can't 
have arguments about on politics. WhatsApp. Emotions oh, are mean, heightened yeah, on WhatsApp and you guys WhatsApp are having fingers, all your fuse you know, and everything and nobody's really out there in the trenches and the person who's really in living the, it trenches, is not is, even fighting anybody. Not the fighting guy anyone. is just mute and he, he just told us about his experience and what he went through and, and that's now set the tone for okay, you know what, everybody's wilding out, you guys need to chill. It's, it's so not that everybody deep. So, so then, if, then, you know, some there's some two guys, you know, that are very, very adamant on who they felt should have won. Mm. And we're saying, okay, we can accommodate two thoughts at the same time. You don't necessarily have to say, no, this person did this, this person did that. Where's where's the proof? Where's the evidence? You can't talk about we're adults. You can't be talking about things without proof. And I think even if you can, and because, <laughs> yes, no, because True. it's a free country, yeah, of you course. can have your views, evidence yeah. or not. You can have an opinion, but I think what's most important is that you appreciate the fact that I also have a right to my own views and yeah. we can agree to disagree. Yeah. I think where it starts to get really heavy is when you start to feel like you are looking at me differently because I have an opinion on a subject that is is important to you. And my question yeah. is, do you have a right to look at me that way? I mean, it's there's no right or wrong in my yeah. head as I look at it because some... Uh, someone else could say, yes, I have a right to. And yeah. I'll tell you why. Because this topic is a life-defining decision that we're decision. making here. A lot and of emotions attached Yes, to a lot of emotions, but people could also feel like your choice of the candidate speaks a lot to me about your values. Yes. And so because yes. of that, I'm starting to look at you and say, is this the person I thought I knew? Because how could, with everything we've been through True. and all the challenges you've seen, us go through you accept this other candidates you know so the, yeah. i mean for me i think those that's the question and i don't know what the answer is yeah. but i do know that i i hope the politics and what's happened recently in nigeria does not create a further divide because i've seen yeah. it you know i've seen this is like the second wave i'm seeing in <laughs> in quite some times the yeah. first wave was you know this old jackpot craze which i spoke to in yeah. a previous podcast so a lot of people living the country and everything and I've had a number of my mentees come and have discussions with me around how upset they are because their friends left the country. And the issue isn't that they left the country. The issue is they give you a call one day. You're having a conversation. Friday night, you're all out having a good time. And then they give you a call Monday morning and they're in London or Canada or the US. And you're yeah. like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, I've moved. And you're thinking, wow. when did this start? When did you start thinking about it? When did you start planning it? You never said a word and now you've moved. And I'm feeling betrayed. So it goes back to that trust element you were talking about. Yeah. I'm feeling kind of betrayed. Like, you never had this conversation with me. Is yeah. it that you didn't trust me? Or you thought I was going to sabotage your plans? Like, why would you, you know, and I, I've seen it create some rifts. And my view on it is, whilst I appreciate your hurt, and I'm not for one minute, you know, taking for granted the fact that you have, you, you see us as very close friends and you expect yeah. that there should be a level of trust where I can discuss things with you. But it's a personal decision that impacts me. So how about you try and look at it from where I'm standing, that this decision was not an easy one for me to make. And yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go down this route and I felt you would support me no matter what, even yes. if you found out about it after the fact. Yes. Is it, uh, am I expecting too much if, yeah, yeah. from from people to understand why their friends would do that? Yeah, but I, I, like for me personally, I really don't like surprises. I would, I would really love if I had an idea 
that oh this is you are planning this then if it happens oh i'll just be like oh I can give, I'll just be, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll rile you up, you know, support you if you need anything, if you need extra money, you know, because for the most part, that support is even, you, you never need to tell your friends because it depends on which financial state you're in. Mm. But I know it costs a lot of money to move. Absolutely. And for the most part, it's even your friends, your real friends that will be able to support you. So is it possible that one of the reasons they also don't tell you is because they know you would want to help and they know your your situation and they don't want to burden you with their added problems? I think it's more from like a superstitious point in a sense. So, you know, you know, we're still we're still Nigerians and there's some values that, for lack of a better word, has been cascaded to us by, uh, let's say, ancestors or parents mm -hmm. that you don't, you don't blow the trumpet yet. It hasn't happened. You cannot. You cannot say things. You can't uh, count your chickens before they hatch. I can't. Yeah, no, and I completely, yeah. I completely understand that. I mean, there, there, there are all these things about you know, do not discuss a, a project until the project has come to life. Because, yeah. and I'm a big believer of you know, move in silence. Yeah. Right. And don't get me wrong. I think that if I had a friend and we're really tight, I would expect the person to have told me as well. But I think what is surprising me is how upset people are. Like, I would be like, oh, I'm kind of surprised you would go through all these changes and <laughs> changes. not really discuss with me. It's, it's, a, it's a year in the making. Like, that decision was made a year prior. So definitely, it's if the person didn't have time to even hint you in a whole year I want to believe that somehow you would have known come on there's yeah. no way your friend is planning to like, I mean conversations come up I mean since the soul jackpot craze you can't tell me even with your friends you guys haven't discussed oh do you want to move are you thinking about moving or what not you know the, the one that even happened to me personally was a friend of mine you know I'll mention his name let me not put him on blast was he was he told me that oh he's applying Mm. Then all of a sudden, a week, he says, it has come through. I'm like, is that how the process works? Like, even to get... Even to get but that was his way of hinting he, you Yeah, he, he hinted me because you know what I think happened was that he got it and he was like, ah, I didn't tell Flo. Ah, let me I just tell him, you know, let him be like... And, and, and that, I was a bit... I was taken aback a bit, but I was just like, okay, it's fine. You know, but you're my you guy. Heard? Not hurt, but I was just like, uh, we've been buddies for like almost 15 years. Like, is it just, is it just this place you are going to that you wouldn't be able to tell me like mm. straight up? Mm. You know, so I, th I think, I think generally, right? However, you choose to pass on the information, it depends on your values and beliefs. Because I think level it, of friendship. I, I, level of friendship. And for some people, right? Their level of exposure. Because I'm just like, why you? Why can't you tell somebody something? Is the person going to bring an axe and block your opportunity? But you're or? making an assumption that that's the reason why people don't tell people. Maybe it is for some people. I, I'm just maybe I'm talking from me. But maybe not, it's also that whole thing of I don't want to jinx it. It could work. It could not. I'm an emotional person. If I start talking about it and it, and it doesn't, doesn't happen, work, okay, you oh, have it's going to hit me real hard. There. And so I don't want to discuss it. I, I mean, that doesn't excuse the whole I got it now and I'm traveling. traveling. I bought my ticket. And then you wait till you're on the yeah. other side before telling yeah. me that's a whole different. But again, whilst I can understand absolutely why someone would feel stung by that, yeah. I still think chill. If the friendship is real, real and authentic, 
then try and understand, but make it very clear to the friend why yeah. you're upset. But I don't think, because I've seen a couple, even on social media, a couple of people who's like, my friend's no longer talking to me yeah. because I'm now <laughs> in the US and I didn't tell them when I was gonna. Yeah. I'm like, it would be sad for a, a, a friendship to break over yeah. something like that. Although but, others could say, well, if it was really friendship in the first yeah, place, true, I should have known about but, it. But, but Josephine, it doesn't speak to the type of friendship if you can't tell the person. So I think sometimes friendship, we throw this word, word right? Just, just like you know. I agree one hundred percent. I just, think you've hit the nail on the head. Yeah, because if you can't tell somebody you call your friend, then is that person your enemy? Is that person your frenemy? Mm. Like, we, because there has to be. There are no gray areas for some certain things. Is it like you can't tell this person or you can't? Mm. And that's in, and that has been informed by how you view that person mm. so because obviously you tell some of your family members you tell some so these friends become family thing so people need to clear it up because you're making an assumption that people actually told family members as well oh, oh, oh my bad oh, some, that's some true. people are just so, like they're just making these plans they're just yeah. going and then it's when it's done that they're saying a word to anyone and sometimes the, like it's personal belief right or personal experience of every time i've talked about my plans it just never works out. And I'm not saying it's anyone else who's making it not work. Maybe it's just a thing about me that I need to hold things closer in order for it to work out. And I, and I don't know. I don't know okay. what the answer is. I think, yeah. again, it's why we're exploring this it's, conversation. Yeah. But I completely agree with you. There are different levels to friendship. There are yeah. certain friends that I would be shocked if they were leaving the country and I didn't know about it. Yeah. Right? But again, if they did and they explained it to me, yeah. I think it's our level of friendship, whatever true, it truly true. is, would determine whether we get through that or not. Because a friend can hurt you. Let's be clear. I yeah. can genuinely be your friend and still do something that hurts you. Yeah. And, and also, being friends also leaves that, uh, that vulnerability, right? Mm. Because that's why sometimes we don't have as much real friendships as, as in the past. Because everybody, you know, technology, we don't have to meet, it's everything, we're WhatsApping, we're this and that. And that vulnerability is what makes a friendship. That trust we talked about is what makes a friendship. If you can't trust the person to, to divulge information or you can't trust the person to keep a secret, then, then you need to reevaluate how that friendship started. Mm. And for the most part, even some of my friends, you know, I was even saying earlier before we were recording about how I've recently, I've started knowing and thinking about the why I'm this person's friend. Mm. I think that that account of how the friendship started is very, very key, especially when people change over the course of probably five to 10 years, be it personally, politically, you know, maybe even the clubs they support. All of a sudden you're a Mario fan, now you're a Chelsea fan. You know, you know why you club hopping, pick a side. So, so for the most part, the why of how the friendship started and what is keeping you still being friends with this person? Is it trust? Is it transactional? Sometimes some friends that are very solid acquaintances. Some, so that distinction has to be there. And also, for, that's for me. This is my own personal opinion. That distinction has to be there, who your friend is, who your acquaintance is, who, who a friend of a friend is. You know, because in the mix of even socializing, hey, everybody's my guy, my guy, my guy. You're not my guy. You understand? My guys know who they are. My guys know me. So if, so for the most part, if 
some certain people don't know certain things about you. You shouldn't categorize them as friends. It's just categorize ah, this you can say, oh, this person is a solid guy, is a solid babe. She's a correct human being. Mm. But if people do, if they, if that exchange, if if you're not vulnerable with some, in my own opinion, you guys are not really friends because you're putting yourself out there to be hurt by this person. And that's why when rifts happen in friendships, it's usually very bad because that person knows what to say to hurt you the most. True. So and it's, I, it's, it's I, I very think for risky. me in recent times, well, one of the things I'm seeing again a lot coming up on social media is where people get into rifts and then one person says, we were never friends though. And the other's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've you known were, you for 15 you, years. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, I, I invite you to all my events. You've been at my baby's christening and now you're saying we were never truly friends. Like I'm a bit yeah. confused. So I, yeah, yeah, I think it's important that you always yeah. know from jump where yeah. you stand in someone's life. And, you know, one person might have a different view on what the friendship is and another might not. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there's some people who, because they've messed up, they oh, want no. to now, okay. you know... The, the exception is true. Yeah, they really <laughs> want to try and, you know, take the moral high ground to say, I did this because... I don't really classify you as a friend, right? And it's not mm. true. We were friends, but you're choosing to say that now because yeah. this, this thing has happened or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. I mean, that term, I think sometimes we throw it out there loosely. Yeah, true. You know, and especially in this digital age where we're all communicating um, using WhatsApps and whatnot. Yeah. If you're truly friends, for me, I get it. Life gets busy and whatnot. Too but busy. <laughs> it, I, 100, 100. And yeah. shout out to all my great friends. That's why I'm happy we're having this conversation. I've not been yeah. upset because we haven't been able to catch up as much as we, we would. But I think it's important that, you know, you do check in. You know, you know, do pulse checks sometimes. Yeah, but not via WhatsApp. Call the person. If somebody's your friend, call. Like, people are in this habit of just, oh, ah, we've been Instagramming. What are we in Instagram? Like, can you call the person? Like, don't you have the person's number? If it is WhatsApp call, call. I just even realized how, you know, sometimes six months will go by and you guys are just WhatsApping, WhatsApping. That deliberate attempt to call has to also happen. But another thing I just even thought about here yeah, in terms of the dynamic is how, you know, success can change friendships. The dynamics of friendships. It's, it can Absolutely. just change friendships in such a way that, you know, I've, I've, I've had friends that, you know, have had monumental success that we don't talk. And I've had friends that have had monumental success that we're still in touch. So sometimes, right, you, you feel you know people, but you don't really know them. And I think success always plays a part in telling who somebody is, how they, if, if you notice, even some, some marriages, you, you just realize that, oh, maybe when the guy, the husband or the wife gets into money, starts to switch up, is already tired of their partner, their partner is boring. You know, so a lot of that also, that's because in the context of marriage, that's also a friendship as well. Mm. So it also changes, but going... I just feel that, listen, um, success, money, wealth, whatever, I, I don't necessarily agree changes people. I think it just amplifies who you were, right? True. It just gives you true, the opportunity true. to truly truly now be who you were. So we if were. you go back to that friend who's become successful and in your opinion has switched up, if you think back, you would probably start to connect the dots as to certain That's things it. that person did even back. Like I had people, I don't 
someone specifically <laughs> comes to mind as we're having this conversation. And the reason I now, I, I dialed back because I was about to say a friend and I realized I've always been clear. We're acquaintances. We're not friends. Acquaintance. Solid yeah. acquaintance. Solid acquaintance <laughs> because we moved, we, we had similar circles of friends, right? And wow. so sometimes if I was hanging out with my friends, that individual would be part of it. But the individual was always very loud, very, you know, very... Maybe loud's not the word, but very... Not your type of... <laughs> no, just very vocal about how what we were doing right now was not it. When they get to this point, when they this, when they that, when they whatever. And yeah. it didn't always sit well with me because I always thought, you know what? This person doesn't have money now. Look how critical they yeah. are of everything and everyone's doing. You're someone. driving this car and the person's like, it's not going to... The person's constantly dreaming about the next penthouse, they, when they buy a penthouse. when And it's... <laughs> listen, I am one for goals. Yeah. I have my goals. They're yeah. all up here. I'm not pushing them on anyone, right? <laughs> yeah. But listening to the way that individual was, I knew if that person became a dangote tomorrow, we're finished if we were still <laughs> friends. The way that person would talk down on it, because you could already see the traces yeah. even even then, right? So I just think that well just amplifies who you truly are yeah. and that those people already had those traits in them. And then yeah. sometimes friendships, they, they drift apart because people are now no longer in the same, you know, in the same place anymore. If Not I'm... True successful and my success is giving me access to certain types of people unfortunately because we're having discussions around businesses or around yeah. other things that you are not necessarily involved in how much time am i going to have to spend with you because if I'm, I'm so busy i'm trying to build this build that yeah. i'm meeting with lawyers i'm meeting yeah, yeah, the sort of next. people i'm now <laughs> exposed to yeah. and the thoughts you're having are completely different and whilst it's not a case of i'm genuinely attempting to leave you behind it's just our lives are going in, on different trajectories. And if you really still want to be part of my trajectory, then it's important that you also step up, right? Yeah. And where you then know if this person cares or not is if you are willing to step up, but they're not willing to let you still be a part of whatever it is they've got going on because they feel that, nah, this is my success and I want to keep my success to myself. Yeah, you've, 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 you've nailed it. And also the how people change and the evolution of that and even some key events that have happened in in the community or your circle those things bring people push bring people together or push them apart like for in, for instance now even even aside from success if you have said hurtful things to people and you forget and you thought they they've forgiven you Sometimes, much later, they would now be telling you, ah, that's the main reason why I caught you off. You just talk slick and you just say some unnecessary things. I just be like, is it over like bands? And I said that, you know, you don't have sense that you took it personal. You know, there are just a lot of things. These things sound trivial, right? But it might not be trivial to some people. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a question in one of um, the DMs um, in recent times where the young lady was asking questions around should she be offended by the way some of her male colleagues um, refer to her in the workplace? And I, uh, that, that topic will come up in another okay. Okay. Um, yeah, in another episode, one of yeah. our timeouts. But what you were just saying reminded me of that because, again, sometimes in this environment, we say certain, we use certain terms, right? Yeah. That to maybe people in your circle, it sounds pretty cool. But someone new has joined your circle yeah. and they 
for them it's offensive and yeah. they're looking and thinking okay i yeah. i don't appreciate this it's it's also something i've had to apply another layer of discretion because i'm naturally like a bubbly person and but my day one friends know me for occasionally i crack some expensive jokes right. you know especially when you know maybe somebody through i'm i'm always on the defensive somebody always has to just be slick mm. i'm in my and my secondary school you know yabs like i have yabs for years so you can't be giving me jabs and you know if i give you a left hook and it hurts you know <laughs> so another but, question is are we too sensitive now it was yeah yeah people are getting too soft people are getting too soft like you can't even take a joke everything is personal you know, if you don't call people back is an issue. Then what? Well, then then I I know in terms of friendship that accountability is there. So if the person is not happy with you for not picking up calls and all that is justified. But if somebody consistently just little like three things that don't matter. Let's not sweat the small stuff. Are we friends or not? Yes, we are. If something happens to you, am I going to be there for you? If, if let's say you need money or you're broke, I say, man, guy, Flo, send me a quick 50. I'm going to send this because you're my guy. But when people now don't remember the times that you were there and just because you didn't, you don't pick their calls occasionally, they're now... So, so one is to, in as much as fine, we are friends, let's not forget the times that people were there. People always just remember when you were not there. But it, and it's very, very painful. I think it goes back to the definition of what friendship means to you and what yeah, friendship true. means to someone else. Friendship yeah. to you could be, listen, when push comes to shove, I, I'm there, right? Yeah. But to somebody else, friendship could be, you need to be part of my day-to-day, -day, right? Uh, you need nah. to be part of my day-to-day. -day. You need to invest time in me. And if you don't, then yeah. I, I don't even feel comfortable calling yeah. you when the tough time comes. Well, because well, if you can't be there for me for the little things, yeah. why should you be there for me? And I get it. Everybody's definition is different. And so it's important that even for you, and this is where for me emotional intelligence kicks in. Yeah, of course. The way you relate with David may not be the way you'll relate with Peter because yeah. what Peter's expectations of you are and what David's expectations of you are yeah, may be to different. Totally and it's different. for you to decide, can I actually give David what yeah. David wants? And if I can't, then be able to just be straight up and say, guy, this is the sort of friend I am. If that works for you, yeah, we straight. Fine. If it doesn't, and I know yeah. guys don't have those conversations about, listen, what kind of friend are you going to be? No, I'm just, yeah. saying, that, no, I'm just but, saying that organically, but, it yeah, should be it, clear, it should, it should right? Be clear. So that those expectations are not, like, it should be clear. Like, once you see that you have a friend who every day you call, you don't call the person, every when you eventually do call the person, yeah. they're complaining about, oh, guy, you said you were going to come down to the joint and watch football with us. You didn't. And, and it's an issue. So once you realize it's an issue, either stop calling the person or actually start going to watch football. But there's no in-between because yeah. this person has made it clear how they feel. Okay. I, 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 I kind of understand why people love to watch football. It's very engaging for some people. You know, people have different sports teams they support. You know, but people should start watching basketball for crying out loud. Like it's, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> it's on ESPN. Like it's, that, that's a whole different you know, conversation. But yeah. thank you so much, Falari, for joining me today. I think you know it was t interesting going back and forth and bantering over the dynamics of friendship with you. Yeah. And hopefully, um, a lot of the day one friends who are still friends today are able to sustain those friendships yes. moving into the future. Because there's one thing I realize: you need your community. You know? Yeah, just just one last thing. What's that? Please, if you need to work on yourself so that you can be a better friend, please do. 
and don't always blame people for the rifts in friendship. You need to check yourself. Do a self-audit first before you start blaming others for why people don't call you or why Sounds everything. like there's people not calling you thing. There's an incident. There's, really, <laughs> there's an incident that's really, uh, yes. that you've had in recent time that's really just, you know, it's, 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 it's gotten to you. Yeah, it's just one of all those things where I, I, I have zero tolerance for deception. Mm. So if you have, if you have, because that, because of that trust thing we talked about, if somebody has been lying, you know, keeping up appearances and all that, I don't play that, Mm. you know, just what is really going on, Mm. you know, so, but that is a very, very, you know. No, but I I completely agree with you and it's good advice. And I think it's advice generally, you know, if an, whatever situation you find yourself in, you're not happy with it. Before you blame external, yeah. um, start to look at external yeah, factors. factors. First, check yourself and ask yourself, what could I have done better? Because trust yeah. me, there's always something you could have done differently. Yeah, and it definitely. is not even to necessarily blame yourself. It's just to be able to hold yourself accountable for the things that you, you did wrong so that you know for next time, this is how you should have yeah. navigated it. But very, very true. We, we, we learn every day. Yeah. And think of what next. thank you very much Valerian this was a great conversation and um, thank you to all those out there listening please share um, give us your comments let us know what you would like us to discuss in upcoming episodes and thank you for continuing to follow us and join us on this journey have a good day bye